of grace to you and peace from our God and Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Well, dear friends, the text for today is comfort, comfort my people. Indeed, perhaps in this time in history, we need some comfort, don't we? Look around at our nation, it seems that things are maybe just going from bad to worse. It seems that so many people are struggling, so many losing their sources of income, their personal businesses. And yet our Lord, he comes and he says, comfort Comfort my people. Here we are in the midst of the Christmas season. Perhaps the families you, you know that maybe have lost their jobs. They, they don't have uh, money even to buy Christmas presents. They're maybe uh, struggling even just to feed themselves. And you might wonder, well, how is this comfort going to come to pass? Where does this comfort come from? And uh, of course, here we sit in church this morning. We know that the pastor is going to answer, well, that the comfort comes from the Lord. That, that comfort is kind of based perhaps even on our past experience, isn't it? Because most of us are, are old enough that we've gone through some trying times before and we came to understand the Lord pulled us through, didn't he? We came from that place of faith that we can understand. You know what? We've been down before. And we've come back. Right, we've had times in our own histories, perhaps you, you might remember, oh, you know, about 2006 when the economy kind of fell apart. We made it through. Right? Maybe during that time you lost a job, maybe during that time, you know, there were some difficulties, but, you know, we have that experience. But as you and I are talking with younger people, you know, how, how do we impart that experience? How do we just say, well, you know, it, it, it'll be okay, and have it not sound just kind of trite, or, you know, like we, we maybe haven't even really been listening, because well, you, you've been there on the other side too, right? You know, kind of experiencing darkness and it's kind of a black time in, in your life and then some, you know, smiley-faced person just comes by and says, oh, it's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. And he's saying, oh, I'm just going to hit that person in the face so it hurts more. Because you know? we've been there on that other side, haven't we? We've just, you know, been down and, and we've been in blackness and we don't just kind of want some happy sounding person to come by and you know just kind of pump us up with his you know, little air pump and then we can like run around and smile like he does but no we need that true and living water don't we we need that, that sustaining power that will get us through 
those hard times. And so for today, I, I thought I'd talk a little bit about John the Baptist once again, because also in our text for today, you know, there, there was John the Baptist. Now, from the very beginning of his life, you know, there, there was a, a lot of hype surrounding him. You might recall, you know, we talked in the past about how his father doubted the angel that came to tell him that John was going to be born. And as a result of that, he was struck mute for the nine months that his wife was pregnant. He couldn't speak. And then when the baby was finally delivered, he finally regained his voice. And, and what a, a stir that must have been in the community. You know, wow, here, here it is, this baby, and he, he's really special. His dad couldn't even speak for nine months. Well, he was in the womb. And now the baby is born, and, and his voice is restored. You know, this seems incredible. And then, you know, there, there he is with, with his wife, and they're, they're raising the, the child, and he has the word from the angel. You know, this boy is going to bring you joy. No, he's not going to be a handful like that Samson kid was, you know. He's going to bring you joy and he's going to do great things for the Lord. And so as they're raising John as a, a young child from the very beginning, you know, this is a special child and he's going to bring us joy and he's going to do great things. And he's, you know, coming up through the years. Now, can, can you kind of imagine what it meant when John came to his mom and dad on that one particular day and he said, you know, mom and dad, the Lord has called me to the wilderness. Huh? Yeah, the, the Lord himself has said, you know, I'm going to wear the, this uh, robe of, of camel's hair and, and I can have a leather belt and, and I'm just going to eat locusts and, and wild honey and I'm, I'm going to, you know, go out to the wilderness. Yeah, imagine if one of your children told you that. You know, I'm trying to imagine it right now. You know, if one of my boys came home and, and you know, that was their announcement. But what? Well, what about all these years we spent raising you? You know, what, what about you know, sending send you off to college? You know, what about all that, that preparation that you, you, you've made? You know, what, what do you mean you're going out to the wilderness? You're going to eat locusts and wild honey and you're going to wear your little camel hair robe. What are you talking about? But dear friends, that, that is exactly what John the Baptist did. And, and he was out there for a time. You know, it wasn't just like he, he took a week vacation. Yeah. No, so he, he's out there for a time. And now can you imagine the, the neighbors coming by? Hey, you know what? What's John up to? Boy, he was always such a, a good kid, you know, full of the Holy Spirit. Well, you know, what's he out there doing? Right? He's out there working in the mission field, you know. He's out there building hospitals for the poor. 
Well, what's John up to these days? Uh, What was that? What's he doing? I mean, he's in the wilderness by himself, alone. Okay, see? Just you know, imagine being there, and, and you would say, you know, I, I, I had all this hope. You know, I, I, I recall angels speaking to me, and, and the angel giving me big promises, and and, and you know, my, my wife and I raising our, our son and him, you know, growing in, in wisdom and knowledge through the years and, and you know being so helpful around the house and always being such a, a good kid and and Lord what are you doing? See have, have you asked that question? You know just kind of like maybe Zechariah and his, his wife are asking the question you know, Lord we have all these great promises and, and Lord you're, you're the one that made them and what are you doing? Have you been there? I, I, I think maybe, of course, all of us have at times. We can come to, to question you know, what the Lord is doing. We can come to ask, you know, why is this happening? Why is it taking so long? You know, people in another one of our texts for today, they were asking that question, oh, Lord, come on. Why is it taking so long? Can't you just do it tomorrow? Can't it just happen today? Why is it taking so long? And it was interesting that the answer to that question, the Lord comes back and he says, you know, guess what? I desire for everyone to be saved. I'm being patient with those people. Now, if that that person out there doing bad things was one of your close relatives, wouldn't you want me to be patient with them? I said, well, probably. Okay, so when I'm I'm patient with that people that, that isn't related to your lineage, then you're, you're upset. Then you, you want something done today. Then you want something done tomorrow. And then we have to kind of sigh and say, well, Lord, you know, sometimes I'd maybe like to see the lightning bolts come down from heaven, you know, but you want to be patient with that person. You're going to give them a, another opportunity. You're going to give them yet another chance. And I think when our heart is in the right place, you know, we too can go along and, and say, Lord, yes, we want people to be saved. And yes, Lord, maybe though I'm, I'm downtrodden and maybe though I'm kind of depressed today and maybe though I'm kind of saying, can't you just come back during this worship hour? If a couple people more can be saved, if you come back tomorrow instead, we're for that. 
We want people to come to Jesus. We want them to be able to have that, that knowledge of his grace and his power. And, and guess what? We, we sometimes can't get that knowledge unless we go through it ourselves, right? Unless we, too, have that same experience. Because isn't that really where faith comes from? That we went through a hard time. And that it, it, it was difficult. And, and it, it, it was dangerous, and, and the outcome was in question. But then, when we made it through to the other side, we could look back and we could say, you know what, the, the Lord was with me on that path. The, the Lord strengthened me at that one particular time. And the, the Lord somehow sustained me through the, the weeks and months when I needed that, that extra strength. The, the Lord was there for me to lean on during that, that one particular dark night when I, I thought all hope was lost and it was just over. And the Lord came alongside of me and he helped me and I can look back and I, I can see that. And, you know, guess what? When we've gone through one of those experiences, then we have a, a little bit more faith in the tank, don't we? Because you and I, we can look back and say, hey, the, the Lord was faithful. And he did help me through that. And now I can face tomorrow because of what the Lord did for me yesterday. See, we need a, a little bit of a, a change in perspective, perhaps, don't we? Because our, our attitude, you know, really can influence our lives, can't it? When you're around someone that, you know, always has kind of a, a good attitude, haven't you noticed that that kind of brings you up a little bit? And that kind of, you know, helps you, you get through the, the day and, and through the, the week a, a little bit easier? Right, when we ourselves, you know, are, are thinking about the positive things in our lives and we're thinking about what we're grateful to God for, when we're thinking about, you know, all the blessings that, that he's given us, you know, doesn't it lighten our, our mood a little bit, you know, and, and there's a little bit more spring in your step when you're going about your business? And that's what the Lord longs for us to be able to have. But sure, you've also noticed the opposite, haven't you? You know, so, something bad happened and, you know, it really impacted you and you went, oh, man. And so you slouched a little more. And then you say, oh, what's the use? And, you know, you kind of start dragging your feet. You said, oh, you know, maybe this is foreshadowing. Maybe the other shoe is about to drop, you know? And, and you know, the accidents usually happen in threes, don't they? And you start looking around, you know, where's the next thing that's going to happen, you see. And your whole life shifted and it became completely different, didn't it? But when we have that comfort, you know, comfort, comfort my people. 
But we have that reassurance one more time that Jesus Christ does really care about us. The, the, the fact of the matter is, you know, he says that he still has good plans for us. Even though maybe I'm looking around right now and I'm saying, I, I don't see many good plans taking place. God says he has them. Now, if we can come from that you know, perspective where we say, you know, God said it, I believe it, that settles it. Then it, it puts a little smile on our face again, doesn't it? God has good plans for me. They're just around the corner, perhaps. If I can maybe just make it through this wilderness experience, right? Going back to the beginning, John the Baptist, he's out there in the wilderness, right? If I can just make it through this time, it'll unfold. It'll be good again. Things will be okay still. And dear friends, that wonderful time did come for John the Baptist, right? I'm not just going to leave him out there in the wilderness in your mind this morning. For the, the voice of the Lord came to John in the wilderness saying, It is time. It's time for you to prepare the way for the Lord. It's time for you to make the crooked places straight again. It's time for you to go out there into the public ministry. And John just kind of exploded out of the desert, didn't he? And we find, you know, flocks of people coming from Jerusalem to be baptized by him in the river. And John Humble is always, you know, keeps reminding them, someone is coming after me. I'm only preparing the way. The one coming after me, I'm not even worthy to stoop down and untie his sandals. So awesome that guy is going to be. And yeah, when you come to me, you know, I pour a little water on your head and I, I, I say, you know, it's good that you're repenting and your, your sin is forgiven. When that guy baptizes you, he's going to give you the Holy Spirit. And so John begins to prepare the way. He begins to, to open people's hearts once more. He begins to tell them, that, yes, that they have a great need of repentance. He begins to, to let them know Jesus is coming. And, you know, once again, we kind of go through the, the motions the, this Christmas season. But the reason is supposed to be to remember Jesus coming. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. It's that time of year once again, isn't it? That we remember how much God loved us that we recall how great of a Savior we have. 
that we try to bring back a little bit of that comfort that hopefully some of that hope goes out to folks in desperate need once again this season. How can we make it through? How can we survive? It's with faith in Christ our Lord. It's by being able to look back into the past and to see the times that he helped us once before. And to have that trust in our heart that he still loves us. That he still desires that we would be saved. That he still has good plans for us in the future. That in his name, we can still have life. And dear friends, that is the message for us to share once again. Remember what he did for you in the past. He still wants to do it for you today. And he is faithful. And he will help you with whatever you need to get through it tomorrow. Amen. And may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be in your hearts and minds now and always. Amen. <laughs>